We'll get it underway. So yeah, first of all, uh, thanks everyone for uh, giving me uh, some of your time and for uh, coming on tonight and also for uh, racing an Aussie car this year. Yeah, cheers. No dramas, man. Glad to be here. I thought what we'll do, we'll start with, um, yeah, we'll just talk about the year. So obviously to recap, so we actually did a season of um, the Formula 4s first um, and that was uh, you and Baker actually won that. Uh, Thomas Hims was second and James was third. And then we went to, um, yeah, form, we switched over to the Formula Ford, obviously, as that came out. Um, and, yeah, the first season, sorry, obviously was Australia. So that was Stuart, uh, Ewan and James. And then USA, so John Merritt got one there. Uh, yeah, Tim Harris yeah. was, was second um, and Stuart was third. So, mate, you got your ass handed to you in season, three, uh, season oh, two there. And I then, sure did. And then obviously season three Japan, so Stuart, you uh, won that. Uh, James was second, and Jacob, uh, which we've got in here tonight as well, he came third. So yeah, we'll start with Stuart. So yeah, I just sort of wanted to uh, get your thoughts on the year, man. Go over year, and uh, what did you what did you think about all that? Oh, I mean, as I've said in previous broadcasts before, it's it's such an awesome series to jump into, and. Um, most of the guys here, I think, probably do minimal practice as well, so the pressure isn't always as high as some of the other series across iRacing. But, um, I mean, yeah, I had a pretty good season one with some stiff competition from uh, from Ewan and uh, from John as well. But I was a bit lucky to uh, have them absent from season three because I don't think I would have run away with it quite as well. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I kind of forgot about Ewan. Like, he had, he had genuine pace, didn't he? He's, yeah. like, proper quick. No, he, he was um, actually messaging me as well about getting some data during season one and um, trying to, towards the end of the year, I started to share some more with him. But um, no, his data, <laughs> no, it's surprising. Like when you're looking at the data, there's there's not a lot of difference between some of the guys. And whilst it might look big on the screen with a two or three tenth a lap gap, when it's only half a tenth every corner, it's really hard to, really hard to make a difference in it. Yeah, that's one thing people forget about motor racing. You know, like if, if you're a second off the pace and it's like a 10 corner track, that's 0.1 each corner. So that's yep. five one hundredths going in or half a tenth going in and half a tenth coming out. So, yeah, yeah especially right. with the Formula 4 too, it tends to keep it pretty close. So, yeah, and what about, uh, so season, and then, so John, um, John and Tim in season two, they... Uh, they got the better of you. What happened there? <laughs> <laughs> well, I think um, it just proved that not only do you have to be quick, but you have to be consistent. Um, and that doesn't just mean in pace, it's it's in the results. Because if you have a couple of bad races, especially with the uh, reverse grid formats, it can really hurt your uh, overall championship. And it's pretty hard to claw back some of those points with the um, finishing positions only sort of netting you an extra one or two points. So, yeah, yeah, I think consistency is key. And that's, I mean, similar to what we see in some of the real world championships as well. Yeah, for sure. And actually, I wanted to ask each person about that as well, because I know um, you have done some real life racing, although you sort of didn't do much this year. Is that right? Yeah, I mean, I've, unfortunately, like most people, money's the biggest issue. So yeah. all the years that I raced was um, purely just from somebody else offering me their, their car through goodwill. Yeah. And um, I think actually when I won the Formula V iRacing uh, Australia thing, I think it was back in 2020, I was given the opportunity to race last year by Dylan Thomas. And um, that's, yeah, I mean, as I said, he doesn't owe me anything, but to have that experience now in Formula V and it's just been, it's... To him, I said, at the end of the year, I actually said to him, I said, this has changed my life. I know it sounds kind of stupid, right? And he said, oh, it does, no, mate. You know, it's just, just a car. And I said, honestly, mate, this experience, it's changed me. It's changed me. Yeah, I get it. I get it. I race, man. And it's like, I tell people, right, it's trying to, it's like trying to explain the taste of chocolate to someone who's never tasted <laughs> chocolate. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> so what do you think? Is, have you got plans? Like, or you've got ambition to, like, get back in the seat some point or...? Oh, I mean, you always want to get back in the seat, but sometimes you just got to be a little bit realistic with yourself and where you're putting yeah. your money. Um, so, I mean, I'm definitely too old now. I'm, what am I now? 27. So <laughs> too old to sort of make it anywhere professionally. But um, oh, look, 
in a few years time, hopefully when I save up a bit more money, get a house, that sort of thing, maybe I'll try and invest in my own car and um, yeah. maybe even provide the same sort of opportunity for somebody young as well who's up and coming and may not have the funds. Yeah, for sure. Well, I mean, look, to put it in perspective, like I'm 51, I'm still going around, so you got heaps of time. <laughs> Age is just a number, mate. <laughs> that's it. And look, you know, it's only club level, I know, but uh, yeah. I won my yeah. club last year and I got third this year, won heat DNS out of P2. So, yeah, and I was yeah. going to say, man, even at a club level, like you've obviously got serious talent, you know, so there's there's a lot of stuff you can do and you know, there's a lot of drives out there in Australia, man. They get handed out like you know constantly, and yeah, for of, sure. I found you know once it's sort of it's one of those things like if you just kind of hang around a bit, like you never know like situations change, like things come up, and yeah, you you know you never know like what opportunities will happen in yeah. the future, and actually that's something we'll come back to lately. But I'm hoping to you know at least provide one driver a decent opportunity like that for something they can put on their proper on their cv on their resume that yeah. will like help them you know so well, i think that's the oh. biggest thing in motorsport is it's all about uh connections and uh networking with people and doing small yeah, favors yeah. that you may not be getting necessarily a an instant return on but in future that could then change someone's perception of you and then present you with opportunities later on so it's yeah trying to stay relevant and networking is the most important thing i think for somebody yeah 100%. Man, when I was a young guy, I got my first steer in a few Speedway cars at Claremont just by hanging around the pits. Exactly, <laughs> like yeah. Just hung around and then got on a crew, did a couple of years on a crew, and then one day, you know, they're running in a new motor, the driver's not there, I was already racing carts, oh, we need someone to steer, next thing you know, you're starting fourth row back in the feature. <laughs> That's right, there's some, uh, there's some living proof right there, it can be done. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, man. Um, so I'll move on to uh, James um, now. So, uh, yeah, welcome, James. Thanks for uh, coming. You must, uh, you know, I was thinking before, you got quite a collection of uh, Aussie car trophies now. <laughs> yeah, I wanted them in the second and third, though. That's. Uh, I knew you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say that. <laughs> I say it every time. <laughs> uh, here's the thing. You've got, a, you've got a P1. You've won a championship. Yeah, I managed, gonna... managed to get it in that. It was it was a pretty good championship to win too with the, some of the guys who were in that series. So yeah, yeah it was what, um, really satisfying. I'm gonna say season nine, but I can't remember the tracks. Remember? Um, I think it was. I remember racing Zolder in the last one, so it might have been a Europe oh, European vacation. European maybe? tracks, yeah. yeah, they're all themed. Yeah, I knew- so. And like you, the man, you've, you have got one, so I knew you were going to say that. So I was like, don't sell yeah. yourself short. Because what you said too, man, that's like, yeah, you beat some proper quick guys. So, yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, yeah. That's what really is the difference? Like, just on that real quick, like, um, you know, what is the difference? Is there just a bit of luck? Because, you know, you've, you're thereabouts all the time, but you probably are the guy who's got the most P2s. Um, I don't... I... I don't always feel like I'm the quickest person, especially like some, sometimes in qualifying I'll pull out a good lap, but I, I don't always feel like I'm the fastest. So I, I, I think a lot of the time, like when I did win and I was racing against the um, the Milo guys and the uh, top split guys and they were all working together, I put in a little bit more practice outside, I think, back then in the uh, skit when we were racing that. Um, yeah, nowadays I just don't, I don't really have the time too much. And there's, there's a few times, um, it's, it's pretty funny saying it actually, but every, at the end of every season, the start of the new one, I go, all right, do I actually, you know, have the time to do this? But then I just go, well, look, I'm not doing anything else on a Monday night. And I don't necessarily, I don't necessarily need to practice to have a, to have some fun racing. And yeah. uh, every season I sort of surprise myself in how, high up I can actually get myself sometimes yeah. and then it goes from being something that's fun to oh this is I've got a chance now I've got to try so <laughs> so then you start putting the pressure on the yeah, head I, I don't think lately I've had too much time to really um focus on practicing a lot of the cars but yeah no I just really enjoy driving them yeah well I think you'll find back then too right that everybody else is doing a lot of practice too because that yeah. was COVID time so everyone kind of had the time yeah. And I think you'll find that's kind of what it's like now. And look, Aussie car, I try to stick to cars that don't require a lot of practice, mainly because there's other leagues that cover that stuff way better. Um, yep. And that's kind of what we're about too. Not really rock up and race, but yeah, that 
you know, to keep yeah. it even and, and to keep it close. You need you need to be confident with the car at least. Like you need to know how it works at least. But you don't need yeah. to have you don't have to have every track tuned in. Like I know in the supercar when I, I that's the one that I've more focused on a lot. You're, it's really different each track you race on. Like one you can have one week where you're like, man, I'm really on top of it, and then you jump on the next track and it's just not yeah. suiting your style yeah. or suiting suiting your setup you got or anything anything like that. And it makes a big difference. You really got to get in tune with it. But a lot of these cars, especially especially the Skippy, it's really intuitive. Like it it's a very gradual sort of sliding car so you, it's, yes. you can slide it a little bit you get, you get a really good idea of how it feels i think the newer cars they sort of lo- lost that a little bit because they're a little bit more um snappy i guess it's, yeah it's, although the formula sometimes ford's you've not lost bad, it before you know now the formula ford's quite good i i think the formula ford's a good middle ground the formula four was um it's it kind of a weird car but yeah it was yeah because it had that downforce i think it just sort of snapped once you've lost it and then yeah, when you did right. lose it it's very hard to sort of gather it up like you almost need to predict when you're losing it but the skip barber yeah. you can just hang that out sideways and just easy catch it just by yeah smooth inputs radial yeah. with arrow but yeah i was going to say um yeah. the other thing on i remember when we were waiting in the green room at the end of the last round I know a comment that you made about um, how much you find that doing this helps you for scops. Yeah. Um, I think it's because the cars are a little bit smaller, but it, it sort of allows you to drive side by side with people quite well. And I've sort of learned a lot about, um, I, I guess the technique that usually people use is they'll block on the inside of a corner and they'll keep it tight, but then you sort of lose the exit um, like all the exit speed because you're too yeah. tight coming out. So I sort of learned that if you manage to position the car well enough and enter in at least positionally ahead enough of the person who's passing you on the inside, you can hold it around the outside oh. and actually get a better run down the straight. So you might be half a car with like car, sorry, half a car length behind yes. coming out of some corners. But once you actually get onto the straight, you've got the speed and you can actually defend that way. And, um, that's something that I use a lot. It's rather than just aggressively blocking the inside and losing a lot of time to everyone else around you, you can sort of yeah. just hold it around the outside sometimes. Give them the inside, give them that space. But if you hang it on the outside, they have they have to narrow off their um exit. So then you get the you get the run out and you don't seem to lose as much time. So Yeah, because really that's what this car's all about, is getting a run off the corner. That's it. It's keeping your speed up as well. Like I think I think a lot of people who race. I mean, I, I haven't done too much real life racing, but um, I've done heaps of like hire carts and stuff like that. Because the cars are so stiff, they're all they're very slow. The low torque, single gear kind of thing. You got to keep the speed up. It's really important. And these cars, yeah, it's kind of a similar style. You've got to keep the you've got to keep the speed up through the corner. You don't want to lose momentum. So yeah, yeah that, that's speaking the of real life, have you ever thought about it? Um, I have. It's just not something that's really worked financially, really for me. And yeah, nice. I guess at the end of the day, you've got to, you've got to sort of make sacrifices <laughs> somewhere. So um, yeah. what about yeah, carts uh, or anything like that? Even just a year in carts. Yeah, I know. It's yeah, it's just one of those things. It's yeah. Do I have the time? Where do I want to sort of put my priorities? And do I really have the money? It's um, yeah, it's a big yes. timing thing, right? And I tell a lot of young guys because I do have young guys ask me now, and I say, you know what? Looking back, if like, here's what I would say to people, right? If you want to do it and you really want to do it, pick a time of your life where you think, okay, I'm kind of probably going to have the time and the money around then, and I'll just have a run at it for like two or three years, and then. Oh, that's it. I'll go and I'll do something else just to experience it, you know, because it can be daunting, especially if you look at it like, how the fuck do I maintain this for the rest of my life? Like, it's it's just impossible. And, you know, the old money thing, it's a, it's a big issue with motorsport, no doubt. But, yeah, I tell people sometimes that's not a bad way to approach it, you know, or just say, you know what, let's like, let's just do it for a year and have a crack at it, you know, because you've obviously got the talent. For, there's no doubt about that. <laughs> I think oh, that's, that's nice of you to say. <laughs> I think you'd be yeah, surprised. Yeah, yeah, it's just one of those things, I guess. I mean, um, I don't know. Through uni, I've always been sort of low on money, and I was at uni for long, uh, probably a lot longer than I sort of expected. It took me a while to get through, and then once I started working full time, it was like, all right, now try and try and get a house, and now I've got the house, so yeah, um, just paying that you off. Got, so you got look, you got time, man. You got heaps of time. 
well, that, that's the way that I'm sort of looking at it. But at the, end, at the end of the day, you know, sometimes it's never quite, you might think, oh, yeah, if I just, you know, get a couple of promotions or whatever and I've got a little bit extra income, I can do this and that. But you yeah. never know. Sometimes you just got to take the plunge. So I don't know. Maybe that's something I yeah. would want to do. But I don't know. I've always envisioned at some point I'd probably be, you know, one of those old guys. I've, I've watched a lot of historics through friends. You see a lot oh, of the yeah. old guys driving yeah. some of the old old boxes or whatever. I can just see myself driving an AU Falcon yeah. in like, you know, 20 years yeah. time or something as an old guy. Yeah. <laughs> I think, yeah, something you've got to remember, right, that motor racing for most people is actually just supposed to be fun, right? Yeah. And like, because we're all competitive and you guys are, you know, everyone in here can proper steer, you know, and I think we, sometimes you get a little bit caught up in the fact that, you know, it's so competitive and then you realize that most motorsport actually just goes down for fun, you know, and if you just, if you approach it in that kind of way, Rather than like, yeah, be disappointed if you don't have success. Like, yeah, it's a, it's a lot more enjoyable. No, I, I agree. I, and to be honest, like, even if you look at professional motorsports and some of the guys who are financing some of the big teams and that, you, you can't imagine they're making that much money out of those oh, teams. No. <laughs> well, you know and what they say about do, motor racing. <laughs> yeah, they've, they've got to do it out of they've got to do it out of love. It's like running a sport or any sort of sporting team. It's. Yeah. Yeah. They've got to put the money in unless the team is like something crazy like, you know, like Manchester United or whatever that can actually prop themselves yeah. up and get away it's with just, not putting any money in. It's, it's just not going to happen. It's like only a couple of big sporting teams, you know, can kind of do yeah. that. So It is such a weird thing, but money and motorsport. And it's just, oh, I've done my head in over the years, but I, I, could, I just like figure it's just kind of money is just a thing, just like anything else. It's a problem. There are ways to solve it. And look, you know, if you can, look, there's been enough people. Look at Brody, you know, and even Brock lately. Like these dudes are basically mechanics, you know. And like, you know, because people say Brody comes from money, right, as well. But fuck, that makes me laugh because they obviously don't really know the Kostecki's, right? And like, you know, they race at my local kart club, right? And all I'll say about yep. that, right, is that money doesn't turn the wheel and press the pedals. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It takes proper talent. So yeah, all these cats you know potatoes that say oh you know you only got it because of this and that you know you just got to go out there like no one will walk up to you on the street and say hey man you want to drive you kind of got to go get it a little bit but yeah all right so moving on um, we'll keep it moving quick so um thanks for that james a lot of uh good tips there especially at the start there about the approach to it um and so yeah obviously this season wrapping up in season japan uh jacob uh made a bit of a comeback to uh sim racing and mate you uh so we actually got a bit of a bit of a backstory we go back i was i think it was like 2017 2018 we were on a big team together cmr and it was a fucking proper team and it was massive and cooper webster and you know names like that um and i actually just had a thing come up in my memories the other day man of uh so you and nick bennett got third overall the osr series and me and darren cartwright got fifth in the teams um, and it was like four years ago or something like that. And then obviously you went away for a while. And then uh, this year you've uh, popped, popped back up in Aussie car, mate. So <laughs> welcome back. Thanks, mate. Um, yeah, just a couple of OGs, aren't we? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it feels yeah, like a I, long time ago now. Yeah, that, um, that Dev Series stuff was definitely really cool to be a part of. And being part of CMR was, yeah, pretty cool at the time. Um, and yeah, like you said, Nick is actually a really good mate of mine um is he still around yeah uh no nah, he's not really i don't think he's doing any i racing actually to be honest yeah. um but yeah like i know him personally he was one of my groomsmen at my wedding for example so um yeah. that was really cool to do that with him and then um yeah like i've always still been doing a bit of i racing and stuff but um i think after when i finished third in that dev series that was when i don't know if it was the top five or something like that you sort of weren't allowed to go back to it and you had to oh, go to scops yeah. and um yeah. i think the i just sort of thought i'm not good enough to do scops <laughs> yeah, um yeah. and thought you know the time to build setups do all that sort of stuff is a bit out of my league um so yeah, i kind of just you know float it away and do a little bit of just official racing here and there and whatever um and then yeah recently obviously i've just been like seeing all the aussie car stuff happening i've always sort of thought oh yeah i'd like to you know, it seems like something I'd like to have a go at. You know, I thought, yep. yeah, Ira's definitely going to run a pretty good series. Um, yep. <laughs> so then, yeah, finally got back into it when the Formula Ford thing started. And, um, yeah, I've been absolutely loving it, to be honest. Like, I don't have a heap of time anymore. Like, um, 
my wife and I had our first child about a year ago, so like, right. things are pretty full on at home. <laughs> so yeah. I thought that having that fortnightly sort of time that I could say, yep, this is the time I'm going to do some yeah. racing and just sort of enjoy it once every fortnight, I thought, yeah, that'll work really well and sort of force me to set aside some time. Um, yeah. And yeah, that's worked an absolute treat, to be honest. I've absolutely loved it. So, and you've done, you did season Japan. So how did you find the other guys and how did you settle in with the car and all that? Yeah. So I, so I've actually done all three seasons of Formula Ford. Oh, and, that's um, right. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah. No, you so didn't finish on the podium. Sorry. That's nah, right. nah. Just Japan sort of floated around like an idiot yeah, in the first right. couple. Sorry. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> My bad. Sorry. Yeah. The, uh, yeah, I've loved it the whole time. I think, I don't know what sort of clicked in this season, I think just a bit of consistency. Like I'd showed bits of pace in the other sort of seasons. Like I, I won a reverse grid race at Watkins Glen, I think in season That's two, right. almost won that oval race, <laughs> but made a meal oh, of it at the yeah. end. Um, <laughs> that was an awesome round. That, that was I, actually, yeah. I loved that. That was so much fun. I thought I am going to yeah. be useless like at ovals. <laughs> and I think yeah. I might've stuck it on pole or second or something like that. And yeah, I was like, right. All right, here we go. I'm having a dip. <laughs> Um, but yeah, season three was really good. I think the biggest thing, like I keep saying is to you is that, um, it's the guys that you're racing with that you can just trust. Um, something I haven't found anywhere else before, like to the level, like obviously, yeah, racing Stuart and James, um, you kind of know that you can race hard, have a dive. Um, you can have somebody have a dive on you and know they're not just going to wash out halfway through the corner and send you yeah. into the shadow realm sort of thing. Um, yeah. yeah, it's just great fun, really. Yeah, cool. Yeah, well, um, man, you've taken to it like a duck to water. And like I was going to say, so do you think that, because um, what I try to do with my league system is I try to breed that consistency into the competitors, if that makes sense. Like, And when I say that, I mean the format, like the situation, even race control, the way everything's done. Do you, do you feel that it, that's sort of what you realised in season three? Or not that you realised, but that's kind of what came together, the consistency. And do you think the system actually kind of like helps that? Yeah, I think probably the biggest contributor to that is the point system. Like, um, like Stuart was saying, that making that extra spot is... Yeah. you know, only one or two points or whatever. So like it really rewards consistently being quick and consistently yeah. um, keeping it on the track, having a good result. Um, and I think that's more or less shown by my result, like this season. Um, yeah. That, you know, like I had a couple of podiums, but like I didn't win a race, um, you know, wasn't the quickest guy by any stretch. Um, but I felt like every round I was there or thereabouts. Yeah, um, and then the end result gets you there sort of thing. Yeah. I'm glad you said that about the points. Cause I know um, like even Stuart like going back at the start of the year, you kind of were like, uh, I'm quite sure about this point system. <laughs> Remember that Stu? Yeah, I sure do mate. I was uh, <laughs> sort of thinking it's not going to really reward the guys that are in the top three, but in the end it does sort of work itself out. And, Maybe I think the point system also has a bit of an influence on the racing as we sort of have brushed on a bit. So guys thinking yeah. maybe it's not quite worth it, but leaving that little bit of extra room as well so as to not cause a uh, DNF for both cars. Yeah, and look, it's one of those things, right? It's just a nuance that comes with, you know, and look, a lot of people don't realise I've run events like in all sorts of different things in life. So it's not my first rodeo and you kind of, you got to read the room when it comes to these kinds of things. And yeah, and as... You know, in real life, you wouldn't run those points, 100%. But sim racing, mm-hmm. I've got to make people value that position, like Jacob was saying, as much as possible so that they don't, you know, send it down there and all the rest of it. And, yeah, I'm glad, you know, in a way that um, the proof is in the pudding because how I actually came up with that, I'll tell you guys a funny story. So I know this guy, he's a mathematician. Uh, he's a professor at university, right? And I was like, professor, like, if I wanted to come up with a point system, right, forget about what everyone else does what's the point system that's going to give me the closest like points finish at the end of the year, you know? And he goes, oh, that's easy, like one car, one point. And even when he said it, I was like, what? No, no, he's like, no, no, you don't understand. And he goes, no. And then when he explained it to me, then I realised, oh, yeah, it's like make every position of kind of like equal value and 
what it will do is and it will reward and don't worry like Stuart's obviously figured a few things out too right like fastest lap and you know you get a zero <laughs> x race you, <laughs> you can get a couple of extra points <laughs> yeah for sure so yeah all right well um so yeah oh well that's uh it's good to have you back jacob and um i reckon that um yeah i can see like next year you're just going to improve more and more and i reckon it won't be long and you will be buying for race wins because i've sort of seen it sort of happen a few times before and yeah i reckon it won't be too long mate you'll be on the top step <laughs> yeah hopefully mate i think um yeah, I mean, like the other guys were saying, I think doing a bit of practice would probably help me here and there. <laughs> I yeah. keep saying at the start of every season, I'm like, oh, I'll just do a little bit of practice once a week. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. Try and get a bit of a leg up before the round starts, but it just never happens. <laughs> yeah. So pretty Even much come qualifying, I'm sort of still getting the feel of it sort of thing. Um, yeah. But yeah, there's this thing to, that's um, been pr- proven, sorry, but there's this thing that's been proven, right, muscle memory. If you just do one session and then like a couple of days before and then come back to it, as soon as you come back, because you know yourself, right, you can sit there and do laps and laps and laps and your optimum will be telling you, oh, you're four tenths quicker than what you're doing and you can't find it and then you go away for two days and you come back and the first 10 laps you'll do it. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. I mean, just having that first dip at it makes such a big difference because I don't know about, yeah. like, I mean, speaking just for myself, I'll spend the first probably half an hour of that practice session before just working out all your stupid little stuff, you know, what gear am I in yeah. here? What's sort of the quickest way to enter this corner? Do you know what I mean? Not actually sitting there and trying to maximize every bit um, yeah. of the lap. And look, we will talk about it um, in a second, a bit later after we've done was, but um, like we're going to open setups next year. So might have to practice a little bit more. <laughs> Yeah, that might be a nail in the coffin for me, I reckon. <laughs> uh, look, I will still provide a good setup. And look, to be honest, in the Formula 4, I don't, there's not much too much to gain, really, in the setup. Yeah, that's it. It's probably the perfect car to start doing that on, I suppose, isn't it? Um, 100%. Just yeah. introduce and look, little changes. Yeah. It's mainly just for fuel calculation. And these days, uh, iRacing's got the fuel thing anyway, so you don't even really need it. You can still rock up and race and you'll be fine. So, yeah, all right. Well, um, just moving on, I thought as well I'd, I'd, I'd drag my, my teammate in there just to uh, give a bit of a mid, <laughs> mid-pack uh, backpack perspective. So uh, welcome, Was And actually, me, uh, mate, we, we, we got there in the end. We we kind of set a goal at the start of the year if we, to try and get a, a podium in the team's points. And um, look, to be honest, a straight-up pace. We weren't really good enough, but two old blokes, mate, working together, we uh, we figured it out in the end. <laughs> we did, and we had, and we had fun. And uh, other than the occasion when uh, my car was heading in one, <laughs> yeah. we were heading in opposite directions at uh, the same speed. I was going about 180 kilometres an hour backwards, and you were doing it forwards. Um, oh man, I the, don't know uh, how we didn't hit. The commentary, uh, yeah, the commentary uh, did point out that had we connected, chances are there'd been some discussions between the teammates later on. No, we, I, I, I had a lot of fun. Um, I am a, a chronic midfielder, but I do give away a couple of years to you guys. So the oh, fact mate, that I ended blokes, up the yeah. season in um, in tenth, you know, that's uh, that's as good as a podium yeah. for me. I'm pretty happy about that. Um, yeah, I'm, for sure. What am I? I just turned sixty nine, so that I still get to do this and have this fun, which I only discovered during COVID. Um, you know, I got a grin from ear to ear, except when I'm kicking myself. Um, so yeah. It's pretty, yeah, so it's yeah, because yeah, you're, right, you're, you're a COVID baby. That's right. I forgot. That's it. That's it. I was watching the supercar, first so supercars you... e-race and I thought, what, what, what's this? Who's been hiding this? Where'd this come from? So I had a. Chat so you'd never really kind of seen anything like that before. Sorry. No, no. I mean, I had a wheel. Oh God, back in the nineties, I suppose, or something. I had one of the very early force feedback thing, but it was not, and it was not off. It was not online. That that's what blew me away. That you can do this with real yeah. people. Um, yeah. Yeah. I really like, and I and I love the Aussie so community. Um, and, and look, just, these guys I, aren't yeah much younger than us, but like we come from a. You know, like we saw computers, man. <laughs> yeah, we did. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because like, it, it I mean, blows I, me I, away still. Like, I know. 
Yeah, I've got okay. a VR. I have you know, my rig has evolved from a whatever it is a G920 that I wore out, and then so I've got a you know Fanatec and some pedals, and I've gone vibrating seat and seat belts and uh, and and VR motion. Man, this is just extraordinary, extraordinary immersive experience. Yeah. So, because. Um, I think I might have mentioned to you, I'm going back in the 70s, I toyed around with cars until I went broke and I tried racing motorbikes and I did it all backwards and then I came to carts in my 50s. Um, yeah. But my, my body's not up to the real thing anymore, but this is fantastic. And racing with you guys, I learned so much and, uh, and the respect that everybody, maybe it's the fear of being dealt with by Ira in race control after <laughs> that, that plays a part for sure. <laughs> it, 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 it's a it's a mod, moderating experience. Um, yeah, so uh, so it's been good. And this you, is the you only, think you, you obviously improved throughout the year as well because at the start of the year, well, you weren't as quick as me, and now you're quicker than me. <laughs> yeah, well, I have the Formula Ford was an absolute breakthrough for me I didn't initially like it but now I love it so much and it's been in the Formula Ford that I went from I don't know quite happily and proudly being 1600 I rating and not that long ago I was 2800 and it's all been through Formula Ford through the officials and uh, and still for the most part keeping a four plus safety rating Uh, so there's something about it that I really I just love I love the way it handles I love the way it feels I love the way that you can actually steer it in on trail braking as long as you don't do that too much and, and the way all of that works. Yeah. Uh, it's fantastic. It kind of suits what you've done, really, because it's a bit like a cart. I tell people it's a lot like a go-kart, really. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So I spend a fair bit of time in it um, because of my age and situation. You do the Lotus I, as well. I, yeah, actually, there's a highlight. Last <laughs> season, not the one just gone, the one before. Yeah. I did actually take out Division 3 for the Lotus 49, the 1967 Lotus F1 car season official. Yeah. That was pretty, that was pretty well cool. Done, That's down to consistency. Yeah. Yeah, well done, man. Like, not many people can say they've actually won, like, a 12-week, you know, something, and especially Division 3. That's up there. What's the racing like in those? Pretty similar or...? Yeah, well, it's it's good because because uh, I also do the Lotus seventy nine, and because even though they run every two hours around the clock, ninety nine percent of those time slots nobody will be turning up. So the the, yeah. the community has organised themselves into certain time slots, and for example, the Lotus seventy nine over here on the east coast. I'm thinking my time in summer at the moment, seven thirty a.m. on a Thursday morning. We consistently get between twelve and twenty. 225 and it's always the same guys and when oh, we get yeah. the same guys turning up yeah you build a sense of community and you build what we've got here in aussie car this sense of trust with others because if i do something it makes really a big stupid, difference hey? i'm going to cop an earful yeah. next week um yeah <laughs> and this lotus uh, the lotus 49 is at 10:30 uh, on a saturday morning and similar sort of thing we get sort of fields of about 18 same people pretty much turning up yeah, um, and I really do enjoy that. And they're the only two time slots for those cars that that work for me because I'm not going to get up at one in the morning, except when we do our, our Aussie car special events. Because uh, yeah, I was going to ask about those as well. The year was doing Daytona and Spa and Watkins Glen and so on, and hopefully we can get a few more of the the Aussie car family on board for next season because they are so special those those team events. Um, I reckon that's, that's definitely something fun. I want to do as well. Yeah. Just quietly. Oh, we'll um, jump in with us, Jacob, before anyone yeah, else grabs you. <laughs> I'll grab you. Uh, <laughs> yeah, special events is something I've not really ever done before. So um, doing enduro stuff, I reckon, would be yeah. awesome. But, yeah, that is the most fun. Me, I'm there. Yeah. Oh, man. When people ask me and uh, about IRS and my friends and stuff, you know, and they see the sim speed stuff. And I say, what's the most fun? I say that, the special events, you know, and like, yeah, we've been building something at Aussie Car and, yeah, we had a pretty good year this year. For most of the big ones, we had a, like a full car and some like, yeah, really good drivers um, and like top quality, um, you know, guys as well, Stuart and a few others. And, yeah, and they're a lot of fun. Um, in fact, I reckon the most, something about, it's a bit like team sport, you know, it's a big 
difference between sharing it. And the other thing is the drama. And, like, man, I've been doing them since they came out, which is, like, four years, I think, now. And I've been having a crack at one of the things I always wanted to do was at least get a podium in one, in, in any split. I'll take any split. Yeah. Um, and uh, actually, actually, that's what I should mention. I finally cracked it um, at the Brands Hatch Formula Ford Festival, which I didn't expect that's to. Right. Um, and, look, it was cool to get by myself. But, yeah, I still want to. Still want to tick one of the teams' ones off my list. They're uh, they're the most fun to do, and I think uh, as James attests, you you do you guys you, you normally do a few with your team as well, don't you, James? Um, I've actually got a team that I basically just exclusively race special events yeah. with. So it's a team that's based in America, and they've got um, drivers from Australia, the UK, and America. Yeah. And other bits of Europe as well as a few other drivers as well. It just really yeah, helps with the fun. driver share on those twenty four hour. Races. Yeah, for sure. We find because we've got drivers from WA to New Zealand, and even we find that's pretty good because when it gets like the graveyard shift, the Kiwis jump in. Yeah, yeah, that's it. I've, I definitely generally race because we will race like the main European split or whatever the the main split is because twenty four yeah. hour races doesn't really remember, doesn't really matter when you start, so they usually go for the one that has you know, maybe the broadcast right. in it. But um, I generally find myself racing at night a lot. I don't race at the start because the start's usually 11 p.m. for us. So I'll jump in in the morning okay. for like Australia time. And that that is always uh, night time. So <laughs> that's something yeah. I've got to remember when I'm practicing. I'll practice in the day. Then I'll get into the car for the first time and it's pitch black. And I'll be like, oh, great. Right, <laughs> yeah, yeah, different. I've done that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, no, I love the endurance events. They're a lot of fun. So yeah, Jacob, will uh, we'll definitely get you on the Aussie car team. We're actually just lining, getting the process of lining up for Daytona now because happens uh, mid late January and it comes around quicker than you think. So yeah, anyway, all right, that's a lot of good comments there on the uh, season. So what we'll do is uh, we'll, what I want to talk about next season. So um, I'm always trying to improve, and every year I sort of sit down and give myself like a bit of a review and. Uh, uh, you know, you listen to drivers' feedback and all that sort of stuff, and I think I kind of felt like this has been a natural progression um, to build Aussie Car to you know something uh, slightly bigger than what it is now, other than just weekly racing. And I was like, how do you do that? Because I, I've actually had um, I've had discussions with other leagues and been offered a position to actually be a support series for another league, um, but it's like. Uh, we didn't say no, we didn't say yes. It was kind of just, you know, these things, league owners, we talk about these things. And um, I did a lot of thinking about it. And I think um, the logical next step for Aussie car sort of thing is because, you know, after COVID, um, you know, a lot of things changed. People didn't have as much time. Now we've sort of moved to fortnightly racing. We've got a regular crowd, you know, which is good hardcore group. And it's slowly growing and growing all the time, even like Tin Top Cup. You know, this week, new people coming around. So what I thought is like for next year, I wanted to add another level or kind of another layer of the drama and the story to Aussie Car. And so what I sort of want to introduce is the um, Aussie Car 2024 Drivers' Championship, which will basically mean that your points for all the seasons will count overall. And the person that wins that will get a real life race car experience and it won't just be laps around a formula ford um and i kind of wish i had those details but i'm still in the process of like i've got a meeting with a sponsor next week um and i'm still trying to pull it all together but it's definitely going to be something that you know would would go on your cv or your resume as like a reference of like hey you know this is this is how i sort of did so, yeah, that's something that I'm sort of working on. And so what I'm looking at, because we've got four seasons that we do during the year, as you guys know, um, and the Formula Ford's good, but I thought that this year it was sort of starting to get maybe a bit of a grind, and I thought it wouldn't hurt to throw something else in there like once a year. Um, and obviously uh, the other thing I get a lot of requests for is like the tin tops. Like, man, I don't even post on that page or anything anymore. And seriously, like people were just joining it all the time always sending me messages when are the tin tops coming back so here's what i thought i thought four seasons right i thought we'll probably do two seasons in the formula forward uh one season like in tin tops which i'll we'll discuss in a sec because there's a few options there and probably one season in the in the formula four 
just because you know it is a very popular car on there it's kind of the modern day entry level open wheeler so it could look the season would could probably look something like you know start in formula ford then do a season in f4 a season in the tin tops and then a season in formula ford and those combining points for the people because there'll be people who just come in for the tin tops and then leave um that's fine and the same will happen with the f4 but for those guys like all you guys here that are like kind of you know Aussie car regulars at least um and look you know I actually reckon because when I was thinking about this I was like oh who's probably gonna win this overall and I was like it might not be someone who actually wins a season and I actually thought of James I was like oh man this would fucking suit him down to a T because that's the kind of person um and kind of results you need to to get so yeah I'll sort of like uh throw that open for uh open discussion and uh just get your thoughts quickly see what you guys think about that anyone want to go first <laughs> Um, yeah, I think that sounds incredible, mate. Um, I think it's incredible to think that like all of this stuff that we're doing just for fun can result in real opportunities for people, right? Because I think no matter what we all say, we're all sort of dream of doing this for real and, um, having those sort of experiences. So the fact that, you know, you can provide that for somebody is a massive, massive deal for people. Like that's pretty cool. Um, so yeah, I'll definitely be keen to join in on that. And um, yeah. if you think James look, is a red hot favourite, other... I'm probably going to disconnect his internet or something. <laughs> I will have <laughs> other ones. I should say, like I'll still be giving away the Formula Ford laps because, look, what's going back to what Stuart said before, I thought that was very interesting. I should ask him about that when he said it changed his life. Like I just know right that if I keep putting people in race cars, eventually someone's going to like get into it, and it literally is like. Yeah, explain that a bit to us, Dewey, um, going down a side rabbit hole here. But when you said it was life-changing, what did you mean by that? Oh, I mean, it's like, it's, it, it sort of just opens a lot of doors, I think. And um, <clears throat> it, it connects you with a lot of people that maybe you thought when you weren't racing that you would never be a part of that sort of exclusive group. Um, yeah. Like I've had now opportunities to even just work alongside um, some guys at the Bathurst Six Hour, you know, crewing on the car, changing tyres, all, all the kind of basic stuff. But it's not yeah. just about the racing event itself. You're now a part of a team environment where you're talking to all these drivers and you're sort of sitting next to some famous people. Like I think we were pitted next to um uh, to Baird, Craig Baird as well. So yeah. you get to have a chat with him and it just kind of, as I said, engrosses you in the, in the motorsport world. But even just in your day-to-day life, you have a almost like a bit of a sense of accomplishment. You know, maybe you haven't achieved what you want in your working career yet, but you have achieved something like this and you've got something to show for yourself. And so I think just, it gives you a little bit more confidence in life in general. So that's sort for of sure. If you ask anyone, like if you pick a guy, right, and he raced Speedway all his life, let's just say, and you asked him and you said, what was the best thing about it, right? Guaranteed, 100%, they always say the going away, the trips, the camping, all that kind of stuff. Yep. No one ever yep. says hot hot laps. Yeah, correct. So fun, fun in the moment, but yeah, when you're looking back on it, it's all the other stuff that matters. Yeah. And what do you think about that for a lineup for next year? I think the lineup's quite good. Um, having some variety in there will be uh, testing me for sure because maybe it'll uh, show me up a little bit that I'm a bit of an open-wheel bandit. So I think it'll be a good challenge. But um, it'll also invite, of course, quite a few new, probably quite a few new faces that weren't already interested. Um, but I think yes. maybe a good idea for for the uh, end-of-year prize, also similar to what GT Academy did where they sort of restricted on who yes. could actually be eligible for that prize. So people maybe that have held a Motorsport Australia licence are sort of ineligible or at least have the opportunity to donate that because I would love for one of the guys here who haven't obviously raced a car um, to earn that opportunity and not be sort of maybe shied away from it if they think that they're not going to win it purely because somebody else has already done it. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. Yeah, that's a good point, actually. I'll uh, have to make note of that because, um, look, I don't think it probably happened, but, yeah, but yeah you never yeah. know. Yeah. I think you'll be all right either way, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. And, uh, and Boz, what do you reckon? Oh, I think it's a great idea to, to mix it all up, and I, I do like the idea, not that I'm uh, – particularly planning on being in the running for it, and my body wouldn't take the, the reward anyway. Um, but uh, the idea of um, having that that overall prize that links the four series together, because what you say is quite right. You'll have people who will 
you know, be absolute guns in the tin top and then they'll disappear for the other three seasons. So that'll have them out of the mix. And and as you say, maybe yeah. somebody who's really gun in Formula Four but not interested in the Ford. Um, so it, it, it sort of is uh, rewards the consistency right across the season for those who want to play in all the different genres. And I'm, I'm all for it. I think it's a great idea. Well, that's 100% what Aussie cars about. And uh, last but definitely not least, so, yeah, the person I thought of when I was coming up with this concept, James, what are, you, uh, what are your thoughts on that? No pressure. Oh, I'm, yeah, I'm thinking about a lot of pressure at the moment. Um, <laughs> um, as someone who's sort of looked at the majors but never really got into it, it sounds like a similar format. And that's, um, yeah, and yeah, I reckon that's probably a good idea. I've actually I've thought about it back and forth about trying to do majors, but it's never really fit in my sort of schedule. But seeing as I've yeah, already sort okay, of got, got that space already for Aussie car, that sort of, yeah, it gives me that chance mm. to give it a crack. So, yeah, no, I mean... Well, that, that's kind of where I got the idea from, I should say that. I didn't. I can't claim to invent it. I was looking around, yeah. I was like, well, what is the best series in the world, right? Yeah. It's majors. And look at what they do. And I was like, you got to go over that. And like, because i got a saying, right? in life right if you do what everybody else is doing right then you are everybody else right and you know i'm not that quick right but i've done a couple of different sports and i've managed to get to the front like in most of them state champion angler and you know club champion and a few other things and it's just the same kind of process i go over right and i tell people look at what the fast guys are doing right and then don't try and reinvent the wheel just copy that right and then as you're copying it try to break that process down into small uh, processes and then look at those processes and try and increase them by even just one percent you know and that's yeah i sort of went over the majors and i was like well look you know it's it's amazing but yeah what you said i was like i've always wanted to have a crack at it but it's like oh man but it's so time consuming and i kind of thought this is a way we can do both you know yeah it's kind of cool and i think it's a it's kind it's kind of a really good sort of um I don't know, badge you could say to sort of put on your chest to say that yeah, I'm sure. pretty good across all categories. So I just remember I mean, I started Aussie car just to find something a bit different and the way that I sort of got into supercars, um I'm I skipped Skip Barber and I heard it was a good series. So I was like, Well, I don't wanna risk my eye rating. It's the same old attitude <laughs> everyone's got. I'll jump yeah. into a league so you don't risk that so you can just take it easy and go through. And I remember the first race, I jumped in and I was like, wow, I'm near the front and I'm racing some guy called Cameron Dance and I'd never heard of him before and yeah, I'm racing right, wheel yeah. to wheel with him. And then I come back and go talk to my mates afterwards and they go, oh, how you went? It's like, oh, man, I had this really good race racing Cameron Dance. And they're like, <laughs> what? What? You, how are you racing him? And then you look into it and it's like you see what he's achieved in majors. So just across all categories. It doesn't matter yeah. what he jumps into. He's just insane. And, I mean, I raced wheel to wheel with him, but he beat me every race. Like, just his racecraft yeah. and his strategy his strategy to um, grind out a win, especially in, um, like, a slipstream class where it's, yeah, it's, it sort of helped a little bit to stick with him. Um, yeah, it's well, It made me wonder, so, yeah. too. I was like, I'm wondering that's why he's so good, because he does those other series and all that sort of stuff. Like, honestly, I reckon I'd say one of the quickest guys in the world, hands down, anything. <laughs> that's it. And I actually, I actually know a guy who um, uh, used to race um, sort of land sim racing, and Cameron Dance was there, oh, and yeah. he... It, to be honest, he didn't actually like him that much because he was a, he was, a, <laughs> yeah. He, he was, yeah, he was sort of, it was a little bit. He was like the top guy, so he was the one everyone sort yeah. of tried to beat. So he wasn't, he wasn't too happy about him. So yeah, so he actually knew about yeah. it, which was pretty funny. Oh, but look, yeah, he's he's dominated that, and that was in a in a perfect was... world. I'd love to have Cameron back, Thomas Hins, and like you and Baker. And then get John Merritt, like, and it's funny because all these people, and then even throw in like an Alex McGelly, you know, like, yeah, all sort of calm and John. Yep. Like, yep. Trying to get them Definitely. all like at one place. And like, don't worry, I do stay in contact with these guys. And, you know, and look, I don't pressure it on them or anything because, you know, people want to go off and do other things. And I, if anything, I encourage that, you know, if you love something, set it free kind of thing. But yeah, I do stay <laughs> in contact. And it's like, I'm trying to get like the dream team back together and <laughs> I'll fucking, I'll pull it off one day. But yeah, one thing I did want to ask you all about as well. So with the tin tops, there's, there's a few choices there, right? Because you could go TCRs, GT4s, just 86s or the tin top cup race we got coming up this weekend right actually got a pretty little com good little combo there and you can see from the practice times right the ford mustang the renault clio and the 86 around there actually 
pretty pretty quick. But here's my thoughts about that one just quickly, and then I'll throw it open to you guys. I think you'll find on other tracks one of those cars will dominate because Philip Island's a pretty like big, fast, flat out. It's not really kind of point and shoot. So they're kind of bonnet. But then I was like, oh, is that necessarily a bad thing? Like you might go to like Scuba and the Clio like kicks ass, you know, and then you might go to Monza and the Mustang eats everybody. So, yeah, what's everybody's thoughts about that? TCR, GT4s, 86s or something like a mix? Well, it was actually, I think there was a series running, I can't remember the name of it, I'm just trying to think of it. They did actually run MX-5s and the Clios and um, the Toyota 86s together, but he'd spent quite a number of months trying to perfect it, and that's the only thing. It's quite hard to get right at every track, like a bit of yeah. a balanced performance, and um, I mean, it is kind of, it's one of those things, someone's always going to have a bit of a whinge as well if you're not getting it right, so yes. it's a very touchy subject, um, but I think having like even if you're going to do that, maybe having two classes like a front wheel drive and a you know say rear wheel drive class would be the yeah, best. Yeah, separate them. Yeah. 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 And what about what are your thoughts about TCR GT4s or 86s? Oh, can't say I've driven the TCRs that much, so I can't really comment on how how they would be. But I mean, from what I've heard, they're obviously good racing. Um, GT4s I think will generate a lot of interest because that's quite a popular car in the iRacing service. Um, so. Yeah depends on what you sort of prioritize, whether it's going to be long-term um, participation or sort of getting the numbers in quick. Yeah, I'm sort of a bit still open to it because they've, um, they've all got their advantages and disadvantages. The 86s, the good thing about them is, like, they're close. It's hard yeah. to get away. And you'll see that at Phillip Island on the weekend, like, the times are very close. Um, but, you know, and actually, if you look on the iRacing service, they're actually the most popular but only just ahead of GT4. Correct, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Jacob, um, what, do you, what do you think? Yeah, look, I think uh, I'm not particularly good in them, but I think the TCR cars could be interesting. Just having a front-wheel drive yeah, class and, like, different. a league that's fairly serious with some, you know, some good steerers in there with front-wheel mm. drive cars is like it's probably something a little bit different that not a lot of people are really doing, right? Like, um, yeah, for sure. But and we have already like Stuart done was saying, eight if or nine you, seasons. Yeah, yeah, and if like you, but if you're really valuing participation, that could become a problem, right? Like if people don't, people have to enjoy yeah. driving the car. Like I enjoy driving them, but yeah. a lot of people will be like, oh, it's front wheel drive, you know, stuff that. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. I think the TCRs could be interesting. Um, yeah, well, I agree because it's a bit of a trade-off, obviously. But they look, we've a couple things there. So we've run already run eight or nine seasons of them, and they were amazing seasons. And you know, like yeah, Cooper Webster and won one of them. And um, at the risk of sounding like a wanker, Aussie cars actually still got the record in Australia for most entries for a season, and that was about eighty cars. And that was for I think season eight or nine of the TCRs. So right, yeah, okay, yeah, sorry, that's popular. just. That's me being away for a while, not knowing what's been going on. <laughs> yeah, that was kind that of years ago. I remember seeing it was kind of at the end of COVID, and I don't think you would get that many people now. But yeah, I don't know. It's hard to know. James, well, maybe what are then... your thoughts? Sorry, Jacob, you go. Sorry, I was just going to say maybe if it's something that you've done before, then maybe it's not the go. Maybe something new might be better, like the GT4s or something. Yeah, James. I'm one of those uh, yeah, front-wheel drive cars, car guys, <laughs> to yeah. be honest. Um, I don't, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I, I think I'm a little bit of a Jensen button. Like, when a car's oversteering, I get a bit cranky. Oh, sorry, when it's understeering, yeah. I get doesn't a bit cranky. Yeah. yeah, when it doesn't point in, I'm not too happy. Yeah, I, th I think it's just a style thing, but um, what about I don't the know. 86? 86 is quite fun. I actually did a um, – it's called the 24 Hours of Melons. And oh, it's yeah, a bit of a fun yeah. race. It's a 24-hour race around um, Akiyama. And then they, each year, they, they pick a couple of cars, usually their production style. So one year, we did the Volkswagen Jetta, and then it went up against oh, yeah. uh, some MX-5s. And I think there was another class. I can't remember which car it was. Um, and that was that was pretty fun, because that was a front-wheel drive uh, production uh, steering rack as well. They actually put... So they kept it the production steering rack, so you actually had to turn the the wheel about twice the amount that you normally would in uh, most race cars, right. which is kind of funny. Yeah, okay. interesting. Um, yeah. But then, 
this year they did in the 86 and um yeah i don't know it was, it was a car that i found it was sort of tricky to sort of um understand how that car sort of worked but um yeah once you get into it it's it's easy to drive but i think it's a tricky one to master so um by the end of the by the end of the thing i could basically drive the whole track blind with it but um yeah it was, yeah. It was quite fun yeah it's, it's a good little car they're close like yeah from an organizer point of view if i pick 86s or gt4s the racing will be closer with 86s yeah i think so i think I think you might struggle to get the TCRs to stick together. Although I, I didn't race in the Aussie Car TCR, and I don't, I'm not sure why I didn't try it. Maybe it was on a different night that I couldn't do. But um, it did look interesting because that was closer than I thought it was. Because those cars generally start to sort of separate a little bit. I guess the only advantage is that they're not they're not very long, well, so they're easy to sort of. Yes and no. The thing can... was like, say someone like Jackson, Susan Harlow, right? Like in a V8, he's like five seconds yeah. down the road, whereas like in a TCR. He's only like a second a lap quicker than me. So they, yeah. they wear more even from that point of view. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Yeah, that's the gaps it. are closer. I think it comes down to style as well. Like in the Vert Supercar, you tend to slide the car out of the corner a little bit more. You just can't do yeah. that. On a TCR, you need to make sure that your accelerator is really progressive because as soon as you start pushing it too hard and the throttle, the thing just understeers, which is just, yeah, it's the opposite way my brain works when I'm trying to get out of a corner. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and that's kind of what my thinking was. I was like, uh, do we want to do four more seasons of Formula Ford? Like, you know, man, no one loves that car more than me. Trust me, right? But, you know, you you, you got to mix things up a little bit and keep it interested because otherwise, yeah, people will get bored and go off and do something else. So that was kind of the thought. And, like, yeah, I sort of, I don't know. I think I'm actually kind of leaning towards 86s, mainly just because I think all round they're probably easier to drive and they're closer together. And then like, oh, because, you know, personally, right, like I would hate to see actually someone, I'll use James as an example, you know, like say he wins everything else, right, but he's shit in the front wheel drive and he doesn't win the overall. Well, I was like, well, have I really achieved what I set out to do kind of thing? Probably no. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. But, yeah, it's all it's all good feedback and um, still got a little bit of time to work it all out. So, yeah. So, yeah, well, I just uh, think we'll, uh, that's pretty much a good spot to wrap it up. But did anyone else, uh, I'll just throw it around the table if anyone had anything else they wanted to throw out there about Aussie car, a recommendation or anything like that? Yeah, I think, thank you, Ira, just for providing this all for us. I think it's, yeah, like you said, it's dragged me back in. And um, I'm loving it more than ever now. So, um, yeah. yeah, just keep on plugging away, mate. Cheers. Yes, yeah, I think it's pretty much everything. Or James, sorry, you go. Yeah. So, <laughs> pretty much the same as everything else. I, I think I've quit nearly every other league because I just got sick of it. But this one, every time I go, oh, I don't know, and I'm always back. So I'm always part of the furniture now. So yeah, you must be doing something right. <laughs> You'll have to uh, drag a few more of those locked on boys back. I was thinking, do they even race anymore, man? Like, what's going on over there? <laughs> yeah, I think there'll be. I think there's going to be a bit of a return. I've heard in the um in the background. So um. Yeah, I'll have to see if I can try and get my other regular team, the Banter Alliance, uh, back on, in on it again as well. Yeah, oh, well, Darren's been doing a few uh, races. Me and him always have a good race down that. And look, locked on, lads, I'm just hanging shit on you. Like, I know you are doing other racing, but, you know, I always used to say, like, my main goal was just make sure I beat Wilco. <laughs> yeah, no, that's good. I, I've been telling them I've been propping up the whole team, me and Vernie, so. <laughs> yeah, that's all good. <laughs> I've been giving them plenty of it. And Stewie, any final words? Yeah, again, similar to what these other boys have said here, it's um awesome little community you've created here. So it's something nice to look forward to every few weeks. And um, no, I just appreciate all the effort that you go through every week and all the uh, other stuff that we probably don't get to see as well on the back end of things um, with the Facebook and the website and whatnot. So really appreciate it. Yeah, no, look, and cheers for all the kind words, everybody. And look, I don't really like talking about myself like that as you know but and it's one of those things look you've got to be passionate about it and i just happen to like doing all that i think that's pretty clear. kind of organizing yeah. so i don't it's not really kind of work to me um the other thing is you know when i first got into this i was a bit shocked um let's online racing at the standard you know and i was like there's got to be there's got to be at least like a bunch of people out there like me who just want to race clean and and have fun and it's been a, um yeah it's been a bit of up and down i've made a few mistakes along the way but that's how you learn and I actually kind of feel like, yeah, we're moving into the next phase now. And that's why I thought, you know, next year offering a year driver's championship as well as the 
the four regular seasons was a way to kind of like yeah move to a to a better space so yeah appreciate it yep. uh thanks everybody and uh for anybody listening check out aussiecard.net or iRacing australia on the facebook groups yeah tin top cup this saturday and then uh yeah daytona in january so yeah thanks again everyone uh look thanks forward to seeing you all on track next year thanks, thanks mate thanks guys <laughs> Intense chemistry. Best be aware, new blood starting.